It's the dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Yeah, yeah. The first word in this episode. Oh, I should say it is November 20th. I'm recording this on November 20th, 6.44 a.m. The first word is entamoeba. Entamoeba. Now, it is spelled E-N-T-A-M-O-E-B-A. So, these are the amoebas. That are ants, the tree-shaped amoebas. No, not at all. Uh, This is a noun from 1914. Any of a genus of amoebas, parasitic invertebrates, and including one that causes amoebic dysentery in humans. And I would like you to please keep your ant amoeba away from me because I definitely don't want no amoebic dysentery. Uh, The species name for that one is, well, let's see, the genus name in general is Entomoeba. It's the same word, I think. Uh, And the species name for the one that causes amoebic dysentery is Entomoeba histolytica. Histolytica. Uh, Yeah, so uh, it's a parasite in vertebrates, things that have an internal spine. Stay away from the ant amoeba. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that the ant prefix means that it goes on the inside. It gets on the inside of you and causes possibly dysentery. The sound effect today will be whoa, whoa, whoa. The next word is entangle. Entangle. This is a transitive verb from the 15th century. 1A. To wrap or twist together. The synonym is interweave. I like to entangle my fingers. Just just weave the fingers in with the other fingers. 1B, the synonym is ensnare. Catching something in a stair, entangling it. Yep. 2A, to involve in a perplexing but troublesome situation. Uh Uh-oh. That situation is troublesome, and I am so perplexed by it. As in, became entangled in a lawsuit. I don't want ever to become entangled in a lawsuit. Uh, It's perplexing, troublesome. Yes, lawsuits can be often perplexing and troublesome. To be, to make complicated. As in, the story is entangled with legends. Which legends might it be uh, entangled with? Paul Bunyan? And uh, who's another legend? Annie Oakley? Was she a real person? I think she was a real person. Entangler is a noun. Uh, that would be a great a great uh, superhero or villain name. The Entangler. Maybe it already exists. I don't know. They just create complex and perplexing and uh, troublesome situations. Entangle, entangle you into... A romp. Uh, let's see. Yep, it's from the word tangle. Whoa, 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 whoa. The next word is entanglement. Now, there was that Disney movie. Was it just called Entangled? Which I did not see. I should get the correct uh, the correct word. Uh, let's see. E-N-T-A-N-G-L-E. 
Um, bu- 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 or I could have it completely wrong. Was it just called? Maybe it was just called Tangled. I haven't seen it, so you know. Uh, yes, it was called Tangled because she had so much hair. I guess it got tangled up um, all the time, and she was entangled. Entanglement is the word that we are talking about now. Noun from 1535, 1A, the action of entangling or the state of being entangled. I am entangled and interwoven in a perplexing situation, so I am in entanglement. 1B, something that entangles, confuses, or ensnares, as in a project delayed by legal entanglements. Uh, it's a lawsuit, maybe, and we are we're caught up in it. Uh, confuses or s- s- ensnares and entangles. I don't know. I don't know what to say about entanglement. Entanglement. One. No, I think we are now on number two. The condition of being deeply involved, as in their entanglement in politics. They they love the politics so much. They are deeply entangled, and so the their action of being entangled in the politics is entanglement. Uh, deeply involved. I am deeply involved. I am entangled into this book, into this podcast, into words. Uh, very deeply entangled. I have such entanglement with these words. Uh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Next is entesis. Entesis. Noun from 1664. This is a slight convexity, especially in the shaft of a column. So this is when it's uh, convexity means it's going to be pushing out a little bit. And so uh, I think most columns have this. They're not uh, perfectly straight up and down. They kind of curve out in the middle, right? And uh, I guess that would be a convexity. A concavity, I think, would be where it goes. It curves in. Um, I'm, I'm doing some hand motions here on the YouTube video so you can see what I'm talking about. This would be concave in my perspective with my left hand, and this would be convex. So the column has uh, entasis. Uh, no, entasis. That's the word. Um, and so the word is a Greek word, which literally means distension. Or stretching from entinin, which means to stretch tight. Uh, from the N prefix plus tenin, which means to stretch. Uh, there is more at the word thin. Uh, and so I guess if you're thin, you're sc- mm, I don't I don't understand that exactly. Uh, my belly has some entesis because it is, uh, it's not distended exactly, but it's out of my body instead of going into my body. Uh, that, that's how a lot of bodies work. Entesis. Yep, not a word that we use very frequently, I don't think. Entesis. It's just the action of, um, of just being, being convex a little bit. I think, I think that's it. Why we need a word for that, I'm not entirely sure why. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Entelechy is next. E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y. Entelechy. Noun from 1593. One, 
the actualization of form-giving cause by contrasted with potential existence. My potential existence just got wiped out because I don't know what I just read. Um, the actualization of form-giving cause as contrasted with potential existence. Okay, so there's the thing that could potentially exist. Possibly, maybe. Maybe it's over here. Um, but you contrast that with the real thing, the actualization of form-giving cause. This is the real thing. This is the potential thing. Um, and it's the it's the the creation of the real thing, or it's this the self-awareness of the real thing, the actualization. That's the action that's happening here. Um, hmm. I don't. I, I. I. need some context on this one. Uh, IntelliKey. Okay, number two. This is just. This is. This is the last one, and it's a big one. A hypothetical agency not demonstrable by scientific methods. It means it can't be demonstrated. Not demonstrable by scientific methods. That in some vitalist doctrines is considered an inherent regulating and directing force in the development and functioning of an organism. Definitely need to read that one again. It's a hypothetical agency not demonstrable or demonstratable. So, okay, it's a thing. It's a it's a thing that might exist and we can't prove it. Uh, that's why it's hypothetical. Uh, that in some vitalist doctrines is considered an inherent regulating and directing force in the development of functioning of an organism. Some people believe that this thing called IntelliKey is a vital force in the development and the functioning of an organism. I'm not sure what this is at all. IntelliKey. Definitely got to put a link in the show notes for IntelliKey because I just don't understand this. Uh, let's see. We, we need, we need a, um, an encyclopedia entry, not a dictionary entry to understand this one. Uh, it's from Greek. IntelliKey, which is from Enteles, which means complete. Complete. Um, but then also we're adding on uh, ekin, which means to have. Uh, so you you have it and it's done. Uh, there's more at the words telos or telos and also scheme. So those are related etymologically. But something about you have it that I don't understand it. Yep, go check the link in the show notes. Oh, that was an interesting one. Okay, without that, those definitions make me say, whoa, whoa, wow. Next is entente, E-N-T-E-N-T-E, -E -N -T -E. entente, noun, from 1854, one, an international understanding providing for a common course of action. An international understanding providing a common course of action. So well, all the countries, or many countries, this, it's, it's, it's international, so many countries in the world um, understand this is a thing that provides uh, the same course of action. So when they all get into, okay, that movie um, Arrival, when the aliens come down and they're hanging out all over the world, um, if all the countries dealt with them in the same way, uh, then that would be Entente. 
because uh, they would have done a common course of action, the same course of action in dealing with the aliens, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, yeah, I don't really know. They must use this in some sort of international, legal, political situations. Two, a coalition of parties for an entente. The parties getting together, they're going to talk about and do a common course of action, I think, possibly. This is French from Old French, and it means intent or understanding. So we understand that we all have the same intent in this situation. There, yep, there's more at the word intent. We're not camping in tents. We are, we have an intent, intention. We're doing this thing with intention. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Next is entente cordiale. Entente cordiale. Two words. The first word is the same as the last word, entente. And the second word is C-O-R-D-I-A-L-E. Cordiale. Noun from 1844, number one is the number one definition for the word entente, which we just read. An international understanding providing for a common course of action. Yep, we just read it again. Number two, a friendly agreement or working relationship. Um, cordial, it's the word cordial. We're very nice, we're being cordial. Maybe it's not a very deep relationship, but we're nice. Uh, yes, this is a French phrase. It literally means cordial understanding. We have an understanding. We have a relationship, a working relationship, or uh, or an agreement. That's also an, an, an understanding. Uh, okay, well, we are now on our last word, which has a lot of definitions, and there is uh, some synonym information, which I'm pushing into the next episode. So I'm so, so sorry. You just have to wait until then. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. The last word is enter. Enter Sandman. Enter the Matrix. Enter my brain. What what does enter have to say? This is a verb uh, from the 13th century. We are starting with intransitive. One. To go or come in. To go in or to come in. You're going into the house, or you're coming into the house. It's the same thing. You're entering. Two, to come or gain admission into a group. To come, to come into a group, or to gain admission into a group. How do you gain admission? They have to accept you. Uh, the synonym is join. So you're joining a group, entering a group. I don't think I have joined any groups. Uh, this is often used with the word into. So you're entering into the Illuminati. 3A. To make a beginning, as in entering upon a career. It's, it's a new beginning, a new chapter, a new part of your life. You're entering into it. Um, I'm at that stage of life. It's uh, often considered the third act or midlife crisis I use with air quotes and uh, that I don't it's that's not the greatest term you know we're getting away from that but it's also kind of a fun thing to say when you don't mean it in like a totally serious crisis mode uh, you know so maybe there will be I will be entering into a new a new chapter a new part 3b to begin to consider a subject 
you're beginning to consider it. Uh, this is usually used with the words into or upon. Entering into a new project. Enter upon. Four. To go upon land for the purpose of taking possession. Uh, so this is um, a group of people entering an area that uh, doesn't belong to them. Um, the whole idea of ownership is a little bit weird, but uh, we're, we're coming in and we're going to take it from you. Oh, you know, Christopher Columbus and the pilgrims and those people from all those hundreds of years ago entered onto the land that I'm sitting on now eventually and said, we, we are taking this, we are entering this land and claiming it for our own. Mm, that that began a whole cluster. Uh, okay, 5A, to come on stage. This is usually used in the subjunctive as a stage direction, as in enter Hamlet reading. So in that stage reading, I assume that's the stage reading for Hamlet. Enter Hamlet reading. Hamlet comes on stage and he is reading. What is he reading? Maybe he's reading um, Dick and Jane. That would be an interesting story. Enter, enter the stage. Okay. 5B. To come into a pre-established situation or context like an actor coming on stage. We got, we got two. Well, that's why they're A and B, because they're similar. To come into a pre-established... So the, uh, the actor coming on stage, they're entering a situation that has already started. Probably. Uh, there's a scene going on, and ooh, here comes a new actor. What are they going to say? Now they're just reading. This is usually used in the subjunctive, as in, enter the new principal with her radical ideas. Oh, oh, here comes the new principal. She's got all these crazy ideas of making sure everybody gets water. Six, to play a part or also be a factor. So you're playing a part in a situation or you are a factor in that situation, making a decision. Your opinion matters. As in, other considerations enter when money is involved. Oh, yeah, once you bring money into the situation, that that can play a big factor. We got to change up everything once enter, once money enters. Enter money reading. Uh let's see. Now we are on transitive 1 to come or go into. And the uh the definition for the intransitive was to go or come in, and the, yeah, so for transitive, to go, to come or go into, and it's similar but different somehow. Uh, as in, enter a room. <laughs> Feels like the same. Two synonyms are inscribe and register, as in, enter the names of qualified voters. And so, you are doing the action for something else. The action, the, the thing can't do the action itself in this context, so you're, you're taking care of it for them. Three, uh, that's why it's transitive. Three, to cause to be received or admitted, as in, 
enter a child at a school. So maybe you're the parent or the guardian and you are the one who is entering the child into the school because they don't know how to do it themselves. They don't know paperwork yet. Four, to put in. The synonym is insert. As in, enter the new data into the computer. The data can't enter itself into the computer. That would be great if it could, but it needs something else to enter it for it. 5A, to make a beginning in, and the example is enter politics. So you are, you're starting your political career. That's your new career. It's in politics. You're entering politics. That one feels, well, it's very similar to one of the definitions in the intransitive, but also it seems the same. Okay, Uh, 5B, to go into, um, and where are you going into? Um, A particular period of time. Oh, you know, I'm a time traveler, so I'm just going to enter the 1850s. I'm going to just enter this uh, particular period of time. As in... Enter middle age. Oh, we're talking about that kind of time? Oh, I'm I'm definitely entering middle age. I'm 43 years old. I'd say that's smack in the beginning of middle age. Smack at the beginning. Number six. To become a member of or an active participant in. To become a member uh to become a member of a thing or to become an active participant in a thing. As in, enter the university. Oh, I hope you're going to be very active in your university. Also as in, enter a race. What's the point of entering a race if you're not going to be active in it? You have to be active in it. You would, You got you to gotta do the running. You got to do the running if you're going to enter a race. You've, you have to become an active participant in the race. Seven. To make report of to customs authorities. And uh, what you're reporting on is the ship or its cargo. And so you have to, uh, you have to enter the, the ship's, uh, the log books, whatever it is. You've got to put that into the, the, the register. Number eight. To place in proper form before a court of law or upon record. As in, enter a writ. And writ is W-R-I-T. You're entering it into the official record. Nine. To go into or upon and take actual possession of. And the thing that you might possibly be taking possession of is land. Go into the land, upon the land, and then you take it. You take it as your own. But but who was there before? Maybe don't take it from them. Ah, <sighs> yeah. Number 10. Put formally on record, as in entering a complaint. I am very angry about this thing, so I would like to enter a complaint. People aren't being nice to me. Okay, it's phrase time. Um, oh, but first, enterable, that is an adjective. Enterable. I hope a room is enterable. Because otherwise, why have the room? You got to be able to enter it. Enter into has a few definitions. One, to make oneself a party to or in. As in, enter into 
an agreement. Uh, so you are making yourself one of the parties of this agreement. I agree to do something, so I have entered into the agreement. To, yes, to, to form or be part of, as in, your prejudices shouldn't enter into it. They should not be a part of this party. Uh, but they're, yes, so in that example, exactly, that's what we're saying. Your prejudice shouldn't enter into it. They should not form a part of this talk. Number three, to participate or share in, as in, enter into the spirit of the occasion. Sharing in the spirit. Oh, this spirit of this occasion is all about warmth and hot chocolate. Enter the lists means to engage in a fight or struggle. That's interesting. Where did that phrase come from? Enter the lists. Uh, maybe it's like, maybe there's a whole bunch of people fighting and there was a list of like who's going to fight who next. So you got to enter the lists. I don't know. That's a stretch. Uh, the etymology is from, oh, the Latin verb intrare, which is from intra, which means within. Also from the Latin inter, which means between. And there's more at the prefix inter or inter with an I. I-N-T-E-R. Okay. Now I'm going to pick a word of the episode. We had entamoeba, or maybe you'd say, ent yeah, entamoeba, entangle, entanglement, entesis, entelechy, entente, entente cordiale, or cordial, and enter. Not a lot of words. Uh, let's see. I want to close that thing. Um... So I think that this word entelechy uh, was very interesting. I don't understand it. Hypothetical because of it. It's hypothetical. Wow. Um, I kind of liked uh, Entente Cordiale uh, because this one was about a friendly agreement. I like it when agreements are friendly um, and not not argumentative agreements. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, enter. I love to enter into rooms and agreements and putting things into the official record. Uh, I'm entering this podcast into the official podcast records. Um, I guess let's just pick entelechy. That's also kind of just a fun word to say. Entelechy, 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 entelechy. I don't know how else to say this word. Entelechy. I don't know anything about this thing. It's fascinating. Okay, I am now going to tell you about another movie I watched. Maybe after I sneeze. Let's see. I did it. Uh, okay, I think we are now on... Did I mention Buffy the Vampire? Vampire Slayer? I think I did. Um, Lake Mungo. This this is a um, it's a fake horror documentary, right? Yeah. 
Uh, it's a horror movie. It's about a creepy paranormal situation, and it's a fake documentary. They're interviewing people about something that seems like it happened, but it didn't happen. Um, and it's uh, it's just a very it's a fun, interesting, entertaining. Uh, it's, it's just you know they're they're telling the story in a, in a fun, interesting way. You get all the information gradually throughout, and uh, yeah, it's just a f- interesting fake story, like all the other fake stories, Lake Mungo. Uh, okay, that's the end of the episode. Thank you, 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 thank you very much for um, listening and watching this show. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. <laughs>